A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A granite jacket inspired tactical masterclass sets Arsenal up all nice for the weekend. Welcome to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betway. It's Friday, 14th of January. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm Andy Russell. Yeah, welcome to the Football Ramble, everybody. It's Friday and I can't think of some, anything I would like to be doing more than sitting here with Luke and Andy chatting to all of you guys. So nice. Yeah. What a nice thing to say. Well, it's been a while, hasn't it? It has been a while. I think it's the it first always feels like it's been year. a while. Yeah. Oh, happy New Year! Everyone's, everyone's HMY, guys. What's your cut-off? What's your cut-off I ne- ne- like never. If you sit, the first time I see you in a year, you're going to get it. <laughs> I can I can certainly imagine that being the case from experience. Um, I think you have to if it's someone you haven't seen before. I think you can go up to the end of January. Really? I think end of January is a bit much. I mean, okay. mid January, fair enough. And we're on the fourteenth, so yeah. This yeah. is okay. exactly. It's actually quite precise from us. Friday? Do you still get that Friday feeling? I've got a Friday feeling. Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, really happy well, I've got a Friday, Friday feeling. I think partly because of the. The games. This is going to be an absolute cork of a weekend, yeah, it is. right? It is, and we've got some, and we've got some granite jacket to talk about, which is, you know, tasty as hell. It's almost like he, he planned it. Couldn't really sleep last night, and I thought it was because of you know living with guilt or whatever. But in fact, I think it's just <laughs> I was so excited about all this. Is it because you couldn't live? You can't don't feel like you can live in the same world that tolerates uh, granite jacket's decision making. <laughs> well, as we all... must just be a world completely overrun by chaos. Granite jacket's clearly planning a career in martial arts after this. I think I have a lot of time for Paul Merson's analysis, but I thought him pitting it on Aaron Ramsdale was a was bit, a bit of a stretch. So this is, of course, the first leg of the Carabao Cup mm. second semi-final. Yeah, as we know, the other one's all completely wrapped up, but there was some COVID business, and so this 
is all to play for at the Emirates next weekend because next weekend next week, week yeah. because it was nil nil at Anfield despite our boy Xhaka getting sent off it's, in the 24th minute when all said and done that's mad it's a great result for Arsenal oh, it's a fantastic result and they looked um, pretty well drilled when they went down to 10 men didn't they the first thing I did is this morning when I came in is I collared one of our um, younger production staff who's an Arsenal fan and said just so you know with your age this was what it was like when Arsenal were under George Graham yeah, is that right? Well, Granit yeah. Xhaka was playing. When well, well, <laughs> well, they were quite undisciplined in in some ways. You yeah. know, there there are always a few red cards in there, but they could defend. And uh, back in those days, of course, a nil nil away was a decent result as well. Which mm. it is again because there are no away goals. Absolutely. Even Although that's sense. always been the case in the League Cup, isn't yeah. it? So. I really want to. This is unfair, and he's not here to defend himself. But sometimes an opportunity comes up that's so impossible to resist. I just have to. You know, go to with my worst nature and go for it. I listened to the show yesterday on the way in today, which is kind of the way I do things when I'm on the show, just to keep it fresh in my mind. And um, there was one quote from our resident, one of our resident Arsenal fans, uh, Jim Campbell, who said the following in uh, when asked to preview the, the game: "If Granite Xhaka is fit, that'll be really helpful for us." <laughs> <laughs> And he stands kind of by it. Kind of weirdly was. It was the... because this is the whole thing, the point that's been made actually by quite a lot of people. And I know by it's Jim. A, it's yeah. a, um, by Jim. It's a joke, obviously, but it's also true. Like, they were absolutely getting hammered, right, until the yeah. until Xhaka got sent off. And then they realised, you know, Arteta made some clever decisions and they realised they were going to have to back to the wall. I don't, I don't think the football equivalent of getting a really bad test result from the hospital and then saying, well, at least we know now... <laughs> Is is a good thing, is it? It's not a good thing. It's a good thing. <laughs> Dress up as much as you want. You can react. It's better to know than not know. But it's better, better out not, than in. It's better to not have the venereal disease, isn't it? It's better not to have it. Surely. Anyway, I I, I felt like it was just the late. I am personally very much in favour of Granite Shaka mm. as a concept, as a human being, as a player, and as his, his record on red cards. It's just. Unbeatable, and you've got to put some respect on the man's name. No player in the Premier League has been sent off more times in all competitions since 2016-17 and Granite Shackets five times. But it feels yeah. more, it feels, doesn't, doesn't it? Feels it? Because constant. he is so chaotic. The thing about him is, on his day, he's a great player. And that day is normally when he's playing for Switzerland. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but but that's Andy, true. he's also managed to do this. We've seen players over the years do this in the Premier League, right? Over and over again, every generation has players who get sent off a lot. They're combative. They're battling the He's done this without ever really coming across as hard, which is also quite interesting. Despite mm. being called Granite. Yeah, and he's called Granite. <laughs> so he's basically quarried rather than born. But he's still not really... doesn't come across as that hard. Now, would he beat me in a fight? Of course he would. Let's not bother with your tweets about that. Who wouldn't beat exactly. you in a fight who plays in the Premier League? Saka, maybe? I mean, the thing is, when you meet a football player... And you interview them and you see them in person. They are like they're made they of ripple. concrete. Yeah. So like every single, I think every single person under the age, uh, between the ages of 18 and 30 could beat me in a fight. Every single person. Brass, you play, you fight dirty He's not though, don't you? Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you? Brass would, you'd beat a few people in the Premier League in a fight. Anyway, this is not, it's a Friday preview show, guys. But, but, but we just, need to talk about a million things. So the reason, the reason I brought Jim, we got, we got, we got, um, Way we late, got, sorry. yeah, we did, but and that's how it happens on this show. But the reason I brought Jim into the, into the conversation is because Jim was kind of very, very sanguine ahead of the game about Grant Shucker. We know what he is. We've got no other midfield players. As Andy's already touched on, he's, you know, he's, you know, occasionally really important for us. 
and he doesn't seem to be that bothered. And even when it happened on the WhatsApp group, Jim is the representative or one of the representatives on the Arsenal fans is alongside some production staff. Um, he didn't seem, they didn't seem to care. And that's, I wonder, that been sent, that no, he, it was just like, well, it's granite, he's going to do that, whatever. And I wonder if, if there are other Arsenal fans that are really immensely frustrated in what is a really interesting opportunity for them to win silverware, particularly after what happened in the FA Cup. And yes. There's no chance to win in the Premier League. So it's quite an interesting thing because if you look at that on its own terms, you go, that is an insanely unprofessional thing to do. The decision making is absolutely comical and it's more of the same from him. So the contextually, it's also really bad, but then no one seems to give a shit. No, and I have to say, as a as a group, they did fantastically well. I mean, it's it's interesting how Aaron Ramsdale sort of introduced himself as the agent of chaos in the back end of that, wasn't it? I mean, you can talk about experience and all that. He had a real attack of the Joe Hearts, didn't he? Mm. In the last 15 minutes, that coming out, trying to make stuff happen. It was yeah. quite inexplicable. And it looked like the only way that, that Liverpool would, I, would score. And I they absolutely I, should have scored as well if that's... It was, yeah, a yeah, no it was a combination, wasn't it? It was a combination of backs against the wall from Arsenal, but also that 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 cutting edge that has typified Liverpool in these recent years not being there. Salah, Mane, basically. But but I wonder whether whisper this, but I wonder whether Joe Hart's legacy actually lives quite long in the Premier League. English Premier League goalkeepers. Yeah, he's very influential. Pickford wants to get the rave on. Ramsdale's always busy. Joe Hart was that first one where you thought. Okay, goalkeepers, in my opinion, used to be a little bit more calm. It's like a misinterpretation of Peter Schmeichel filling the goal. Yeah, isn't it really? That's 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 what it is. I, d- I never really felt like Peter Schmeichel was an agent of chaos. I I, I kind of felt Peter Schmeichel was a manager who got shit done. And it, but why? Yeah, sure. But, got but, but in an unorthodox, I'm yeah. expressing myself kind of kind of way. Yeah. Whereas, like, I, I suppose, like Joe Hart is a slightly illogical conclusion of of, of that line, isn't it? Another, another good performance by Ben White, by the way. So good. So he was uh, the man of the match and his positional sense throughout, to me, seemed very impressive. Yeah. He talked, in the sort of three words he said in his post-match, he talked about how it had taken yeah. a lot of concentration. And I think that was clear. That's probably, if you're an Arsenal fan, that's probably the exciting thing to have seen, the way that they, they managed to, to bond together as a team and everyone did their job. Yeah, and I, I really, I, I guess it, it starts with Lacazette, doesn't it? You know, we've talked about how much they've improved since he's come back into the team. If you're going to defend from the front, he's he's the absolute perfect striker. That performance does not happen with even a good Aubameyang. At, at, at the tip of the the team, I don't think. Good point. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 that and that's the point, isn't it? When you're away from home in the first leg of a two-legger semi-final, and you get a player sent off early, everyone's job completely changes. Mm. And yeah. if you've got players you can slot into that. I mean, it's a lot easier. Th- for you. There's, there, there was this theory, wasn't it, that it makes it easier for Arsenal? You know, <laughs> it's, it's like Ricky Ponting having to battle day at Old Trafford in 2005 on on day five of the third test. But it's not like that because it's Arsenal. <laughs> so, so, so for them yeah. to be able to do that is still a notable achievement, a yeah. more than notable ah, achievement. And, and, and look, they've got a real chance now. Yeah, they've got sure. a real chance now. With Liverpool with the players they've got missing, home in the second leg, they've been okay in cups under Arteta. We know that. And, yeah. and, and you know they've obviously won a cup, so maybe more than okay. They've got it a real chance It would be the most now. Arsenal thing ever to get to the final and lose to Chelsea, Chelsea. in heartbreaking fashion, wouldn't it? Uh, if they get to the final against Chelsea, I'll tell you now they'll lose the game. Yeah. That, 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 that would be something that will happen. Yes. That's absolutely right about, you've mentioned already about obviously Sadio Mane and Mo Salah are missing from the Liverpool squad. So Liverpool had 17 attempts, just one on target. Uh, the most notable attempts, that Minamino chance where he just, it's a shame actually because he played pretty well, but mm. oh dear. <laughs> I, I just, he's, just, he's just not Mo Salah, is he? 
well, I don't think you need to be Mo Salah to score when there's no goalkeeper and well, you're well, with the right foot, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I just felt like I've been looking forward for a while, that, and I realise Liverpool do have something to deal with with no Mane and, and, and no Salah. But I've been looking forward to seeing how Jota and Firmino connect. And there was just like, no interaction between them at all. Mm. It wasn't a great night at the office for those two. So, I, I, you know, they need a little bit more from from them, don't they? Um, do you, just a question for you guys I, I wanted to ask. You talked about Xhaka's uh, red card record and no one having more than him since, he, since he's been Joins, here. Joins, yeah. Yeah. Arsenal have got the most red cards... Since Arteta joined Arsenal, Arsenal got the most red cards of any Premier League, and it's not even close. And they've got thirteen, and the next most red cards from a team—I can't remember who it is—they've got seven. Well, Arsenal wants an identity. But do you think there's there's anything in that, though? Yeah, I think there is because, uh, like most of those red cards, don't seem to be like hideously violent or cynical acts. It just seems to be hairbrain moments. <laughs> hairbrain. Uh, like, I love that phrase. Hairbrain. I, I'm literally thinking. You come in here in a pair of brogues and you start calling <laughs> other people hairbrain. I love it. I'm literally thinking of Dr. Emmett Brown at the moment. Can you just headbutt him? I was trying brain. to look. You look lovely. Yeah, you do look great. Ah, yeah. Sorry, yes. Like, you, see, you see, this exemplifies, you know, sensible decision making. Yeah, it does. It does. I, I would like you to think. kick anybody in the mid. He looks like an I would like get picked for Arsenal. You would not catch me going in two-footed round the back of someone on the centre <laughs> circle like Gabriel. No, you look like, you are, today you look like um, an expert witness in the <laughs> area of psychiatry. <laughs> <laughs> get your glasses on. It's true. I don't know. Were you referencing, so um, Arsenal, have been linked to the loan deal for Artur. So, oh, uh, nice. Speaking of hairbrains, speaking he of hairbrains, that whole new new culture. What, what the thing is, you you saw him play in the flesh. Incredible Wembley yeah, with I did. that, Me that too. messy Not game. Together, I was saying very high up. I found that quite cool at Wembley for that game. Is it, are we talking about this the Tottenham game? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was quite cool because you could get more of a sense of. I mean, I was far away, so some of the time it's quite hard yeah. to tell exactly what's going on. But you could get more of a sense of the like positions well, and the perspective on the game. It yeah, it's like like yeah. the Camp Nou position, isn't yeah. it? Basically. Yeah. 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 Well, what we were saying earlier, was, uh, that was a game famously where Messi was incredible. It was the most amazing individual performance I think I've seen. And at that point, Artur like looked like a genuine success but, but of Javi. I still remember Artur being brilliant. So yeah. that tells you everything you need to know, really. He's definitely capable. Which is, it, it tells yeah. you he's done absolutely nothing since as well. Right, okay. As well, mm. apart from um, enjoy some nights out in yeah. both Barcelona and Turin. Better yeah. ones out in Barcelona than in Turin, I would have thought. And a full experience. stop there, please, Kate, if you don't mind. Yes. Uh, <laughs> someone else. Not probably, a comma. Probably, a full stop Probably there, Arsenal please. won't be linked with Laurent Koscielny coming back. Apparently he's uh, going to be still from Bordeaux. You remember his exit video, will you? Where he took off his oh, yeah. shirt to yeah. reveal the border. Just Loose cannon, apparently he's been exiled. Yeah. Maybe he had a shirt on underneath the Bordeaux shirt. A, as Jim once, I think it was Jimmy once said, a chicken in a dinosaur suit in a man suit. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Jim's line, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool host Brentford on Sunday. Is that like one of those, you know, like a three bird dish for chick for yeah, Christmas? Yeah, like a turducken. Yeah, yeah, cool. Or as I call it in their marketing, a three bird dish for Christmas. <laughs> 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 much snappier much snappier I think we can all agree tell yeah. Henry VIII uh, Liverpool yeah. host Brentford on Sunday so they need a win there to stay in the hunt but I think I, th- I know you won't do a quick line on that but I was just going to say that um, you know you look at that you look at that um, if you were a, uh, Thomas Frank's a really kind of thoughtful manager you look at that Liverpool performance last night mm. you see players missing you probably think do you know what I can chat we fancy this Klopp and didn't that, seem very positive about it after the game did he he seemed oh god they're going to play five at the back as well <laughs> <sighs> 
<laughs> why must would other you? teams make it difficult for why us? Why must you thwart me? Do you yeah. not know this is my destiny? Yeah, uh, yeah the first instalment was uh, Arsenal pretty much in control back in September. Uh, it was a dark, a dark period for Spurs, let's be fair. A 3-1 win, yeah, because it also came off the back of, I think I'm right in saying, Spurs were good at the start of the season and Arsenal were bad and then switched over. For three games. All right. <laughs> Spurs were top of the three, Give it they? to me. Well, anyway. They had a more Clement fixture list. I, yeah, think, yeah. I yeah. think the headline actually for this game is that if Tottenham win it, they leapfrog Arsenal in yeah. the table and they've got a game in hand. There you so, go. That's the way to look at it. Despite that the fact the to look at it. that Antonio Conte already seems to be having some sort of, you know, chat with his own destiny oh yeah look Conte without anger it's like Green is, Goblin in Spider-Man yeah I, I think I think Conte without anger is like you know sort of Westwood without baggy trousers can I just say there will be <laughs> there will be people out there who get that Green Goblin reference <laughs> I appreciate neither, none of them are in this studio right now <laughs> but that will go down well among certain sections of our audience I want them to be absolutely clear. Think, it'll go, go well amongst my son I think because he's watching thank the you very Spider-Man. much I think, you should, shouldn't be listening. I think you should provide no, footnotes to all of your gags. So my approach, yeah, maybe. <laughs> You're not the first person to say that, actually. Um, you, know, you know, like, as far as I know, and I don't know very much, like, the, the absolute forefront of scientific discovery and endeavour is this idea of antimatter, right? Right. Every kind of pit of antimatter is, you know, the equal and opposite to matter. And, you know, large parts of the universe are made up of antimatter and people don't really understand it. On Sunday, if you want a good metaphor for that, mm. um, it's going to be an example of anti-midfield <laughs> because Arsenal have got none and Spurs have arguably got none depending on who plays mm. uh, capable of doing it at the level they want them to do and the fact I, I could not be happier this morning when I woke up and found that apparently Ben White might play in midfield because it reminded me of that scene in the film Gladiator bear with me Kate where, I've seen Gladiator where Marcus Aurelius <laughs> says to Russell Crowe's character Maximus Decimus Meridius, he says, um, you, I want you to be the Emperor of Rome. And Russell Crowe's character says, well, I've never had any aspirations in politics. And then the Emperor says, and that is why it must be you. Yes. Because you don't want to do it, so therefore you'll be brilliant at it. Ben White doesn't even really like football, as we discussed. He doesn't want to do any of it. That's why he's going to be great at it. <laughs> so, yeah. It's going to be man of the match stuff. He will start England's first game in the World Cup in midfield based on, and, and the story, the seed that will grow into an amazing tree will be on Sunday afternoon. I like it. And if he doesn't play, I'll be fucking pissed off. <laughs> yeah, he will. I mean, he surely will play unless yeah. he's picked up something off, off of that performance yeah. um, I'll be at that game. Night. So will you, right? No. No, you won't be. Okay, I will be. Oh, so I, I, I guess it puts I guess it puts Conte's talk about Tangi and Dombele into a different context. You know that press conference a couple of weeks back where he was asked about him and he just kept going, he is a midfielder. Yeah. He is a midfielder. Now that feels like a flex, doesn't it? It does a bit. Like we've got a midfielder. Yeah, and it does you a little bit. It. And it's also, you think to yourself, that sounds quite passive aggressive, quite sinister. But then you remember that Antonio Conte is happily to say he'd rather kill his players on TV <laughs> than do something else. So it's going to be it's going to be a really interesting game, chiefly because of what you said, Kate, around the idea that they could leap, you know, Spurs could leapfrog Arsenal. And not, I'm sorry to keep saying this because it's probably one of the most boring and cliched narratives of this season so far. But this fourth place idea is clearly really open to a team who can who can you know, occupy it and dominate it. And this is going to be a large part of that conversation. And it's and it will be better for the race if uh, neither of them can find <laughs> that sort of consistency between now and the end of the it season. Will be. Based on what we've seen in midweek, you'd surely think that Arsenal ought to batter Tottenham um, based on the the, perform- the relative you performances. You think? Because to, because me, to me, it looked like they to... could barely stay awake. 
after after that game. That, hey, that, Arsenal. Arsenal, they're exhausted. But by I it. think in terms of narrative, if you're talking issue. about narrative, you know, yeah, mm. if that minimum, you know, you've got instead you've got Ben White laughing in the face of Tiki Minamino as he skies it. You know, that that moment could have been really deflating and like yeah ugh, yeah that's true so you think they would have taken a lot of confidence derby. from being able to do so that. you're going with momentum rather than science always follow the science Kate <laughs> come on <laughs> just, just listen here's a little tip for you yes say whatever you want mm-hmm. if it comes out well for the following few few weeks really Pop lord it up yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> if you get it completely wrong fucking pretend it never happened congratulations that's what every single broadcaster in fucking football history has ever done and it is of course the, it's the January transfer window at the moment uh, so Conte says the resolution of our problems is to work and improve many aspects of our squad I repeat there is a big job to do if you think that buying one or two players will solve the situation you are not right five wins and three draws from his first eight league games but true T- Tottenham did look terrible against Chelsea, there are quite a lot of people missing, including Son, probably Romero, Eric Dyer. You see, you didn't mm. know what you had until it wasn't there. Mm. Um, and Stephen Bergwijn. Can, can I, say, I know you want to move on, but let me just say something slightly controversial, just very, very briefly. Um, so you guys don't have a right to reply. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> I, we're talking about fourth with Spurs. If Conte can carry on going the way he's gone, the record's been very good in the Premier League. It's been very good. Now, I know they've got a lot of shortcomings. I know they want to strengthen. And I know there's this existential question around whether they back Conte or not. Um, I don't think it's outrageous to say that if they can avenge that, um, that, you know, that, that, that thing in the semi-final against Chelsea, because they play them at Stamford Bridge uh, at the end of this month, their, their fixture list for the rest of the season isn't that bad. I mean, it's pretty good. Yeah, could, that, that, could they get third? Could they even get third? Stop it. Is all I'm saying. Well, I think the most likely scenario no. is that, <laughs> it's interesting that, to think that, that Conte, despite You're looking just like the a... Just asking the question. Just asking the question. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, it, it doesn't really matter if they make third or fourth, really, does it? If they were to make the top four, that, that would massive. be incredible. And bear in mind that it looked incredibly unlikely and a difficult mm. job even for Conte when he came in. So I think the most likely scenario is that he gets them into fourth, Deserves all the transfer back in. Doesn't get doesn't it. Doesn't get it. Fucks off. Leaves, yeah. I would say, third week of July, first week of August, and leaves Tottenham in total chaos. I can see that happening. Season. Far more likely than what I said. I can't wait. Far more likely. I cannot wait. That's Just what keeps bringing you back, isn't it? Living the dream. Well, Jamie O'Hara <laughs> agrees with you, Andy Russell, so, you know, you're speaking sense. There we go. Um, <laughs> there's another big derby coming up at the weekend. In fact, it's coming up tonight. Yeah. Friday at eight o'clock. Brighton hosting Crystal Palace. Quite excited about this one, actually. I really enjoyed watching Michael Luce play in the FA Cup against... He was Mills. great, wasn't he? scored a great goal. Mm, yeah. um, but Patrick Vieira is trying to play that down. We don't want to... Uh, we, we can, Yeah, of course, course, course he's going to do that. I know we can't... I mean, Jules isn't here, so she can't... Can't hammer us for saying this. Mm. Crystal Palace has got great vibes about them. Exciting young players come through. It's completely true. changed the profile of their team um, since Vieira's come along. Uh, I think they're really interesting to watch because Conor Gallagher is one of the most exciting players to watch in the Premier League. He's just so classy. It's a Friday night treat tonight. I love it when there's a game on a Friday night. It's a great way to start the weekend. It's even better when it's a derby game. I don't want to. I don't want to see Brighton and Palace in daylight. Brighton and Palace. <laughs> Brighton and Palace is meant yeah. to be played under the lights. With the sex on the beach. <laughs> she would be pissed off if I didn't mention the fact that Brighton are actually ninth in the table and Palace are twelfth and Brighton yeah. have played they've got a game in hand. And also the, the also that Neil Mopai is, is is the perfect derby villain 
He's like he's like the Trey yes. Young of the Premier League, yeah. basically. He well, he equalised in the like millionth minute in the in the first leg, didn't oh, he? Oh, but it's just the chip as well, isn't it? Yeah. That comes with it. It was actually the millionth minute as well. Everyone was knackered. <laughs> no one could even stand up. By just that point. to be clear, yeah, I think it's time to get to a break. Do you chaps agree, or do you feel like you need a bit? He needs to stretch out a bit more. Let's be honest. Have you got you any more controversial takes about Tottenham finishing third? You're gonna do it anyway, aren't you? You're gonna whatever happens, you're gonna break anyway. So I suggest you just get on with it, Mason. Oh, I see. We're all in this together. I'll give you a controversial take in the break. How about that? Oh, can't wait. Okay. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills, or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Twenty twenty one was a year like no other in European football. And twenty twenty two promises to be even more eventful. On the continent is your weekly guide to all the biggest stories across Europe. But what was highlighted again in this game against Malmo was just how desperately that team needs 
something different up front. Alvaro Morata is not right now the number nine they need, and I don't think Moise Kenny is either. We're joined by the best European football experts to get to the bottom of the stories at the top of your newsfeed. I think Real Madrid is a very logical place for him to go. And if you want that to be an option, it's not a bad idea to make Real Madrid think that you might go to Barcelona. <laughs> but from Holland's side of it, it's very beneficial that uh, Barcelona are at least pretending they can afford him. Come join us every Thursday on Football Ramble Presents. Football Ramble Presents is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. <laughs> and that's why it shouldn't be allowed to happen. That was my controversial take in the break. Kate, there you go. Gorgeous. Welcome back to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betway. We are still reeling from that, but we have to, <laughs> we have to get Patreon to... Patreon subscribers only. <laughs> we have to get to the emails. If you've got something for us, showfootballramble.com. Yeah, we've got one from Jared here. It says, Arsenal appeared to play better with 10 men after Xhaka was sent off against Liverpool. Quite right. Uh, whether that was due to the change of tactics or simply because Xhaka was not on the pitch, I'll let you decide. Aww. I think they should start the second leg with 10 on the pitch and try to rattle <laughs> Liverpool. Yes! <laughs> My under-15s coach always used to start the occasional match with 10 men and leave five players hidden in the changing rooms. <laughs> to, to, make, to make the opposition think they were going to have an easy match and then lull them into a false sense of security. Around three quarters of the time, we would score first within 10 minutes, at which point our coach would do a big whistle louder than what the ref would produce, presumably one of those fingers-in-the-mouth ball whistles. Yeah, they're kind of like, yeah. Can you do it? Yeah, yeah. Go, on, go for yeah. it. I can't, no, I can't do it. Probably be a terrible experience for the listeners. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And our hidden hidden <laughs> players would come onto the ground and we would play the rest of the match with 11 and four on the bench. Well, uh, no other formation is allowable under the rules, is it, <laughs> yeah. really? There's a, there's a really, it's a brilliant story, Jared. Um, that's actually Jared Bowen of West Ham who sent that in. Um, she's having a great week. Um, it's what he used to get up to. <laughs> That's why he's so good now. Yeah, he used to play with nine other players all the time. Um, I can imagine that sort of thing happening at Hull. There's a, yeah, there's a big undercurrent here though of, you know, because when I think back to when I played as a kid, you've got a bloke who's normally the dad of one of the players or he's got, he's got um, obviously a big interest in football. He fancies himself as a bit of a coach and then he's got absolutely no one else, no other adult turning what he can and can't do. So these mad, as you, to use your term, hair-brained ideas come in all the time and these, this kind of thing happens more often than you think. Why is he leaving like five kids on their own <laughs> in the dressing room? I know, but that's obviously troubling. But, but I, I can remember when I played like under 12s or whatever, so I'd be 11 years old, and if another t- team, if the opposite team player was like mouthy or kicked off, I used to get pulled by the manager and go, right, smash him, you smash him, because I was not the biggest. <laughs> he didn't even ask me if I wanted to smash him or not, and that's how, that's, it's, it's, that's it's my like, Marvel supervillain origin story. So, so it's, it's, it's like the equivalent of like when you and your mates go out for the first time and the biggest of you gets nominated to go to the bar. You? Mm. Yeah, that, that was me. Yeah. yeah. Were you, were you grey then? <laughs> Ravinelli? <laughs> Shirt over his head. I want a pint. <laughs> Shirtfootballramble.com. Tweet us at footballramble with non-illegal stories. Yes, please. Well, we can send us your illegal as, ones, as, as but as, I guess as, we as can't as, read them out. As long as we're not doing the illegality, it's fine. How about it? this? Send them in, we'll judge them on their merits. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Thank you very much. Speaking of which, a massive relegation six-pointer is coming up on Saturday at three o'clock. It's Newcastle versus Watford. 
Newcastle fans were talking about how the Cambridge United game was a big one. Unfortunately, that didn't turn out What's so well. What's for Cambridge United? <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't it? Cambridge United had a wild old time. This is, this is big stuff. Because if they can't beat Watford in this, despite what they've done with their hilarious little smash and grab of Chris Wood from Burnley and trying to just weaken all of the sides around them, it could look a bit sticky for Newcastle. I, I can't believe this game's not on TV. What are people playing at? Why has this not been selected for TV? Well, it's unusual. It's it? enough to make Saturday a man turn to a... Mate. But there's, there's, there's yeah, a lot but of... Should, they should change the time and put it on telly. But there's a lot of good games this weekend. There are. Uh, is... Having said that. So... And this, I think, is... As it, it's you know, as people know, it starts the second half of the football ramble previous show on a Friday. Exactly, that makes it big. It's big. This is, mm. The fact that we can't watch this is enough to make a man want to turn to be in sports. I thought you were going to say all of the goals as they go in. It's enough to make someone go around to Pete Donaldson's house <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and watch it on whatever feed that he doesn't watch it on. Pete Donaldson's shed. <laughs> Correction, it'll be in the shed. Yeah, slightly less enticing. You'll, you'll no. get to walk past the house. <laughs> <laughs> Claudia Ranieri says that Watford are too good to go down. If you come to watch the training sessions, we're fantastic. Yeah, nothing good can ever come of that. Don't I mean, ever say that. That yeah. is a claim. And don't ever do the that training sessions line. That's like saying you've got a girlfriend that goes to another school. No one cares. <laughs> and, and, but Kate, you, speaking of hot takes, oh, you yeah. had what I think was a really hot take around Newcastle United and Andy agree with you, so I think you should tell the listeners what it is. Is this about the transfers? Yes. I think the transfer policy is excellent so yeah. far. Th- thus far, what yeah. they've done with what they've got, because what they could have done is done something mad, like bought Erling Haaland or something. Um, oh, they couldn't have done that. No, anyway, you take my on. drift. Yeah. Yeah. Or like yeah, spent, yeah. Tra- you know, done some sort of ludicrous like magical signing to make themselves feel good and, and look semi-good. They're, they're fact, horses tri- for courses. Tri- exactly. Yes. And that suggests that there's someone who's thinking this through. So the tri- trip signing... <laughs> yeah, okay. Again, caveat of the Cambridge United performance generally, but I think he was, he was a... It's his first game, though. He's in a yeah, new club, you know. Of course. And and you would argue that maybe that's not actually the area they needed mm. to strengthen first, but they had been looking for... They, they know that they need to be looking for centre-backs. And then in terms of the United game, they were basically stressed I think by realising that they didn't have anyone to fucking score goals mm. and then someone told them they'd spent 40 million pounds on Joe Linton so they were like well fucking hell 25, 25 million for this lad Chris Wood who scored in double figures every season of the last four seasons he's, he's a reliable, while at Burnley he's a reliable mm. Premier League goal scorer yeah. and this stuff about him well he's only scored three goals so far this season if he this season turns out like last season, they'll be absolutely golden because he had a he's a purple patchy sort of player. And he only scored, I think, four, three, four in the first half of last season, and then he went on an absolute massive tear and got, I think, eight goals and a ton of assists in his last eight games. So also look, also, I think the important thing, what you were saying about them being sensible mates, I think is quite right. Because what I thought was has been the most notable thing, and I guess this is a footnote in terms of them staying up, is footnote in terms of this season. But um, th- th- they've not whacked them on massive contracts. That both Trippier and, and Wood are only on two and a half year contracts. Mm. Now, I'm quite surprised that even for the money they're paying, and of course they will be earning a lot of money, they've got them to come on that sort of basis because they're not absolutely smashing their future financial flexibility mm. because this season and next season, if they're in the championship, these are just going to be, whichever way it turns out, blots in the ointment of them getting further towards the top, aren't they? So, yeah. I also think, you know, you, you said that, I completely agree with you, Mason. You made me think about it, and I think you're absolutely right. And and you said, oh, is, is the right-back place the place they need to strengthen? Well, is he a better player than Javi Manquillo? He is. And the, the the thing over and above that I think is really important, something we haven't mentioned here, 
is that what kind of standards of professionalism is Kieran Trippier bringing to that club? I expect they'll be really fucking high. Yeah. He's just won the he's just won the um the um the league with with Atletico Madrid. He's a seasoned, established, maybe obviously because he's getting a bit older now, but he's a seasoned, experienced international football player. If you look at that team, particularly with what happened under Steve Bruce, of course they need an injection of professionalism and someone to go in and set the standards and go, this is how I do things every day. So a lot of those players can look and go, that's so important. That's that's, that's amazing. 100% because the, the, the thing is, they can't buy 12 new players this window. It's not possible. So what you can do is buy players who are not just going to be good. And then, like you say, Kate, they're never going to cover all the positions that they need to. You know, it is a team that is in need of almost endless improvement. But what they can do, as Luke, you say, they can bring in players who are not only good players, but make the players around them a little bit better. Yeah. That is the route towards getting closer to where they want to be. And they can make the teams around them a little bit worse. Exactly. That's Burnley key. Yeah, that, 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 that too. linked with... Guess who? He's out of contract at Reading. Andy Carroll. Andy Carroll. Well, Peter Croucher is going to be my guess. <laughs> but yeah, well, you you see, go. it's got serious ramifications for Burnley. Who, you know, yeah. that that's a big. I mean, based on what you guys have just said about Chris Wood and his performances and his and his numbers, which I think are underrated. I mean, it surprised me a little bit. So I'm sure it surprised a lot of people. Um, I mean, getting ten goals a season for Burnley's amazing. Well, getting ten goals a season in the Premier League's good. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're used to kind of talking about the big players and the really, truly kind of high up their teams, but that's not always the, what the Premier League's all about. I think the biggest question mark over Newcastle is the manager. I, I, I think you know because he's achieved such a, an incredible amount, but it's all been in such a focused, almost hot house flower type environment. That's the question mark. If Newcastle win this game and win well, I think it could be a real turning point for them. Yeah, that's a big if. Yeah. All right. Well, we will find out. Um, people who might want to be inspired by Newcastle's transfer policy, if we all agree, it seems to be going okay so far. As the president of Toronto FC, Bill Manning, he says he decided to sign Napoli's Lorenzo Insigne on a forty-four million pound contract by going to Transfer Marked, uh, the website, uh, looking up the Italian national team and what players were coming out of contract. I started writing players down that I thought were good and would have commercial value in this market. Actually, as I've read that, I don't think that's the most terrible idea. Got to start somewhere. You would hope that he. There was a bit more behind all of it, but hey, I can't. I can't. You can't fault a guy for trying. Can I'm you? not going to be hypocritical about Bill Manning. I go on to transfer marks all the time to see when players write a contract. I just don't do that final step of giving them 44 million pounds. But all the other stuff so I to do come do. around and make your tea and like <laughs> clean your flat and all stuff. All the other stuff I do do because I, I personally think it's interesting. <laughs> Lorenzo Insigne could have been getting your laundry, and instead he's going to Toronto. I would. Lorenzo Insigne is one of the most handsome footballers around. So I don't think he knows how to do laundry. Is he also very short, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He's a good cook. Oh, that sounds did, like... He did, a lot of, he did a lot of cooking during lockdown. Oh, I thought he cooked for you, mate. I thought that was this was about to no, be No, I, could, I couldn't afford the 44 million. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, it's one. We've got to... Before we get on to the big one, we've got to talk about one versus two in the Premier League. Uh, Manchester City host Chelsea. That is the early kickoff on Saturday. Pep Guardiola set to be back in the dugout because he has, of course, been out with COVID. Uh, he's been labelled a genius and the best coach in Premier League history by Tim Sherwood. That's a weird way of saying his name. <laughs> it was just... It's like it's double barreled. <laughs> yeah, it makes him sound Spanish or yeah. something, doesn't it? <laughs> by Tim Sherwood. I was just... <laughs> contemplating what? what that might have done for Pep Guardiola's ego as I said it. Imagine my annoyance when I spent ages Google searching for by date for all the things that Tim Sherwood <laughs> had said about Pep Guardiola hoping he had changed his tune because he seemed like exactly the kind of pundit who would say when Guardiola came to the Premier League, oh yeah, but you know what I mean? He's, yeah, he's whatever, he's Spanish. But he's actually always been quite positive about Guardiola. 
Just oh. quite disappointing. I'm sorry to hear that. All right, so he's just sticking to sticking to his to his guns. Very commanding win in the League Cup semi-final over both legs for Chelsea. But Tuchel didn't seem to think that the second leg had much about it. He says, we were almost punished for our lack of focus. Tuchel's always complaining though, isn't he? We played at 90% and that's not our style. We shouldn't do this. Do, do you th- so my, my take on this is that I think Man City win the Premier League, whatever happens. Mm. So I don't know if this game is quite as big a game as, as it is it is it perhaps is being billed? It only is if Chelsea win it, basically. And exactly my yeah. point. So I'll, ten I'll, points, ten points is the difference. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, it's an interesting game because it's one versus two, and because it's you know Saturday lunchtime and all that good stuff. City's form is absolutely ridiculous, and they've really. I know other teams have done it as well, and Liverpool deserve the credit because they've won the Premier League, of course, in this era. Um, but really, post Leicester, as the guys touched on yesterday, City have raised the standards so high. I mean, you see pundits on Sky Sports talking about how. You can't go to Spurs away and not get a win now. It looks like a bad result. Whereas actually going away to a big club in the Premier League and getting a draw, you'd take that all day long. The standards have changed. The reality of this now is that City have already won five more games than Chelsea in the Premier League this season because their standards are just so high. Mm. And if Chelsea don't win this game, they have absolutely, not zero chance, but a very, very slim chance. It is, yeah. in- it is well, interesting Well, that's why it's how... a big game then. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. of course, yeah. yeah. It is interesting how Guardiola's slowly making the Premier League into La Liga like, <laughs> by, by the fact that you have to get 95 points to win it yeah but, you, but Andy you look at the difference and the difference is this you can bracket these three teams up um, as we as people have done because Chelsea have won the Champions League because Liverpool have won the league recently and are brilliant and because they're Man, Man City and Man City but actually it's it's not really a three it's a one now you know, Liverpool Liverpool lose a couple of players or a few players important players to the Africa Cup of Nations they haven't won a, a Premier League game in their last three mm. you know, Chelsea have these issues they've drawn four of their last six in the Premier mm. League Man City have won every game in the last six you know so the standards are, are almost completely different even just for Man City now yeah, yeah I so I mean it's, it's and it's, City are flexed in the big games as well which I, I think is really applicable to, to, to this particular game so Man City I mean, win if, this if, game for if me. If you look at, if you look at, if you look at the reverse fixture, I mean that they were that was a performance of authority, yeah. and then some, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It really was, absolutely. I, agreed. Um, Real Mahrez is away. I'm looking for, ti- I'm looking for tiny little holes, but not really feeling yeah. them. Doesn't Jack feel Gre- like a loss, really, even G- though he's a great player. Jack Grealish, I guess people say that he hasn't contributed anywhere near what was hoped. But, but what, what, what did people expect? What did people expect, Brass? I mean, did, did they expect him to be Villa Grealish straight away? No. Surely not. Mm. If, if you think how long it took, I, I suppose Mares is a really good example. That he It took him that amount mm. of time, didn't it, to go from being the main guy or the main-ish guy. You can never really be the main guy if you're in a team with Jamie Vardy, can you? The main-ish guy to being that for Manchester City or finding his his role at Manchester City where there is no main guy because everyone's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's difficult. I think Mara's also had to go over and above that from what I remember. Mara's also had to go through the conversations about whether he was actually good enough to contribute to Manchester City. Yeah, totally. And so, yeah, it's, it does take a while. And also, perhaps the information that Emmanuel Petit says that Tuchel's getting nervous at Chelsea and that his body language and behaviour reminds him of the bad days at the end of his PSG reign. The Brussels, a.k.a. the Brussels Ooh. Doctrine. The Brussels Doctrine. Ooh. Look, people are going too early. It's not happening yet. I'll tell you when it's happening, everyone. Okay. I'll right. tell you when it's so happening. You, you started Tell-less. to intimate last week. Uh, that yeah, I thought, he, I thought that's no, exactly other, what other you people did. Other people did because of the Lukaku thing. We just, I, th- I, think, I think that's a, that's a false... A false start. Right. We'll this see. is this is journalism. We say stuff and look at you, and then you have to rebut it. Yeah. 
and and if you don't, I think that speaks volumes. We look at you, and you have to do whatever we say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, interestingly, in the topic of the top three finish, by the way, Ronaldo was saying in an interview yesterday that anything less than a top three for Manchester United would be a failure. We'll get used to failure then. I don't want to fight to be in fifth, sixth, or seventh place. Well, I think you might have to. Mm. Well, we will have to. Big. Absolutely, we'll have to. Big lads. All right, it's time for... Oh, my goodness Careful, your, your vintage Spurs mug there, Kate yeah. Mason. It is time for four to score. Bet, entry to Betway's four to score is absolutely free. Each week, pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches for your chance to win the weekly £50,000 jackpot. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game and further T's and C's apply. It's always the same, guys. Never changes. Always the same. Game number one is Aston Villa v Man United Saturday tea time. Um, a repeat of Monday's FA Cup game. Is it Monday? Feels like a long time ago. Yeah. Good to have um, it on the telly though, eh? It is, absolutely. Of course, always. Andy, you are up. Who are you going for, my Despite friend? that result, I've lost all faith in Manchester United to do anything competently in the Premier League in the short term. So I've gone for Danny Ings oh, to the, get the first goal. The, great, the greatest selections in four to score are the ones that just, by just saying the player's name, suggest a narrative. And that definitely does that. Game number two is Liverpool v Brentford. Uh, Sunday, two o'clock. Our friend Marcus has this to say. Oh, tricky one. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, not really. Diogo Jota, easy peasy. Under five seconds, Brassel. Make Slick. a note. Make a note. Right, I want to write that down because <laughs> your one, some, uh, your one of yours was forty-four seconds once. Game number three. That West- was me slimming it down. <laughs> value for very, money. Very He's on, giving you value for money. Very on brand for him as well. West Ham v Leeds. Uh, Sunday, two o'clock. That's mine, and I am going for a player that I thought on yesterday's show, was a little bit hard done by how good he was the night before. And that is, of course, Jared Bowen. Uh, I think he'll score first for West Ham against Leeds. And then on the anchor leg, bringing up the rear, however you want to say it, game number four, Spurs v Arsenal, the big one. We gave it to her on purpose. Kate Mason, who are you going for? This is the narrative. This is the internal narrative for me. Um, I had to pick an Arsenal player because then I'll feel better if... if Spurs do actually score, so I've yeah. gone for basically my favourite Arsenal player. Are you allowed to have a favourite Arsenal player? I've gone for Bukayo Saka. Our, you, our friend Dan would call that an emotional hedge. Emotional hedge. Yeah. You've chosen to, to to jinx Arsenal by picking your favourite Arsenal player. That's my Fair plan. Yeah. Okay, so that is Danny Ings, Diogo Jota, Jared Bowen and Bukayo Saka. If each of those players scores first, we will be in for at least a share of the weekly £50,000 jackpot, which of course we'll give to charity. Um, if you want to play, make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. And you can play for free at betwell.com forward slash four to score. Further T's and C's apply, 18 plus, and do gamble responsibly. And for more information on that, head to begambleaware.org. All right, time for this. It's the algorithm. What do you want me to do? This is why I'm fucked. Yep, you're all fucked because it is Kate's game today. <laughs> <laughs> it is Kate's game. We've got Luke and Andy Brassel facing off. That makes you sound like a couple so who are married. We, we, we've, 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 had, we've had Kate's game. We've had Andy's game. We've had yeah. Marcus's game. How do you feel about your game being franchised? Let me just get this right. So, Kate, you ask us a question and if me and my husband Andy get the same answer, we get a point, right? <laughs> yeah, that's okay, good. It works. So, you put on the headphones, you go and sit in the corner <laughs> yeah, over exactly. there. I'm up for it. Look, I don't, no one expects me to beat Brassel. His, 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 his record in this game is completely unrivaled. So, if I can get a win here, it's going to be seismic for the Loops game community. This is that's disgusting. This is just like Neo Speller of, oh, poor little me. Yeah. I won't be able to do it. <laughs> you get to start. It's a man with. Uh, club one club will presumably spring to mind immediately. Uh, he has had four in total. Nice easy starter, Dennis Irwin. Oh, okay. 
Dennis Irwin. Hmm. It's not all about what you know. I can... It's about what you think you can pretend you know. <laughs> That's not as profound as you uh, <laughs> as it sounds in your head. Uh, I can do two. Good man. Yeah, I can only do two, so you go for it. Okay, so the two I can do are Man, is Man United. Very good. And I believe he played for Wolves. He bloody well did. Very good. He's off to a flyer and he's got not a little patronising. Very uh, good. Who did you have? Oldham. Oh, I didn't know that. Didn't know that. That's very good. Yes, that is correct. The first club you could have also got, neither of you would have got it, was Leeds United. So Leeds United, <sighs> Oldham Athletic, Manchester United, Wolves. I was thinking it would be a Irish club. And I thought, I don't know which one it'll be, so I won't guess that. But two, was yeah, two, two was enough. Two was enough. Mm-hmm. All right, next up, two I doubt will be enough here. Um, it's a man who's still playing, very much still playing, we could argue. Six clubs for this guy. Andy Brassel, your number for Kyle Walker. Hmm. Oh, looks like a, a nerd at the beginning you of the exam. Six clubs? Yes. That's surprising. Six clubs. He's, he's uh, digging into I'll the start paper. with a little three. Oh, you bastard. Sounds like that might be in the slot. That is right in the slot. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't actually know them. Shut up. If that encourages you. Enough. I think we maybe should ban speech. <laughs> controversial, controversial new direction for a podcast, yeah. Um, In this new feature. Oh, that's really annoying. Fuck, I've counted wrong again. Oh. You have to, I, God, you've got you to, stick have to, three. to stick to it. So look, are you going to take hope from that? I think he's playing. I shouldn't in- get involved. I, I was th- going to say, I think he's playing you. I think I can do four. Good man. Any more from you, Brasso? No, I'm going to leave you to do four. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I can't do four. I, th- I thought I'd just bump him up a bit. Um, okay. Go. Manchester City. Spurs. Sheffield United. Very good. And then this last one's basically just going to be a guess. Come on, mate. I'm going to go for... The listeners want it. Do it for the listeners. He's probably gone loan somewhere. I'm just going to go Swindon. I'm afraid not. Bad luck. 1-1. One, one. Early doors. I, th- I mean, I didn't think the 2-0 would have been unassailable, so, you know. No. I've, probably... I've been 2 up against Marcus and lost before, oh, so that's fine. In some, the other the, ones? in some ways, the pressure is too much. He started out at Sheffield United, but only two appearances there. That would have been a toughie uh, in the initial phase. He also went back to Sheffield United on loan from Spurs. After Sheffield, sorry, at Sheffield United, he went on loan to Northampton Town. Then ah. he moved to Tottenham Hotspur. That was when he had his loan back to Sheffield United. He also had a loan to QPR and Aston Villa. Ah. Bad luck, mate. All and, right. And Man City, obviously. And Man City. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, one all. Watertight admin. <laughs> I feel confident. Yeah. One, I've got the numbers, right? And that's right, all that matters, right, okay, isn't okay. it? Brasal. Uh, next up so that's two done <laughs> the next one is for you yeah it's me first yeah. Luke Moore yeah. Ricardo Cavallo he has eight oh no, no chance of Ricardo Cavallo against Brasso have I that is tough and I feel bad about it the actually the man is practically half Portuguese I feel bad but the thing is Andy you, not Cavallo he's you, full Portuguese <laughs> you're, st- you're still in it and the great thing about the way this game is structured not by me I should probably add is that you know you're still in it. You can't lose at this point. Yeah. And if you get to the next one, I think you're right back in it. The next two, I should say. The last two. I think I'm going to start with three. All right. Do that. Five. Fuck I off. hate it when he does that. Five. It's so knobbish, isn't I can't, it? I can't do six. Just give him five. Great. Go for it. Give him five. <laughs> Go on, do eight. <laughs> I, I, I think I might have. 
fuck myself here. Come on. Yes, good. That's out of the five. Yes, good. Interesting. Right. Uh, I'm going I'm to leave the one I'm not sure about until last. Sensible. Uh, Porto. Mm-hmm. Chelsea. Real Madrid. Monaco. And? Oh, you knob. If you get this wrong, you're going to be such a knob. absolutely loving it if you yeah, get this wrong. because you didn't need to go to five. Alverca. <laughs> it's it's as you boring see, and done, tedious what as it I'd, is pathetic. What I'd done played us. is I'd, played put, us. I'd put down Marseille and then I realised he was the assistant coach there. And so I thought, I've got to go back and do Alverca. Sorry, if anyone can hear that, there's a sound of my heart bleeding. Yeah, save, bleeding it. <laughs> save it for your next book, Brassel. <laughs> Oh, God, I've got to read them out as well. Right, in order. Porto, Lesser, uh, Porto B doesn't count. Vittorio Setubal, Alverja. Is that how you pronounce that? Beautiful. Chelsea, Real Madrid, Monaco, Shanghai, SIPG. Oh, yeah. Okay, I should have thought about that. For, for future Luke's game reference, mm. Vittorio Setubal, it, you know, we have the Sunderland rule. Yeah. That's like your Portuguese Sunderland. Oh, I good reckon. to know. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. Good to know. Yeah. Okay, the man is someone I, th- I imagine we all know pretty well. He's a pundit now. Clinton Morrison. Right. Come on, mate. You can do Ah. it. Concentrate. (laughs) Thanks. This is interesting. I don't think I'd be a very good team captain. Hmm. I'm trying to make you feel supported, but it feels like I'm just making you feel I'm struggling with this one, actually. Three. Three That's so annoying, because I'm pretty sure I can definitely do three. I think you can do more than three. Oh, no. Sorry. You do what you want to do. But you've, he can definitely do three, can't he? And you'll can lose. I just say this? If it was anyone else other than Brussel, I would say so name three. Yeah. But I'm going to go four. Are I, you sure? I, I can't go five, so go on. Okay. All One right. at a time. For this you. for the title or not? No. This for saying the game, Kate. You're this, a host. And these two went up. So it works. This for, this, I, sorry, <laughs> I may have been now. writing you off already. Yeah. This, this for Andy Brussel to win the title. <laughs> yeah, that's better. More accurate and more likely. Right. Come on then, um, do it. Birmingham City. Crystal Palace. I think he played for Millwall. Andy Brown. Oh! Oh, At least it was on my own terms. You know what that was like? like? I used to have this recurring dream when I was a kid about being chased by vampires. Yeah. And I could either get got by the vampires or jump over the cliff's edge. You've just jumped over the cliff's edge. Yeah, I have there. Yeah. Yeah. On my what own would, terms. Did you have a third? What would have been your third? Exeter. Oh, very nice. I didn't know he played for them. He did play for them. 45 appearances. Who All right. Else? The list is starting out in 98 at Crystal Palace. Birmingham City. Uh, more Crystal Palace action after that. Coventry City. Sheffield Wednesday. MK Dons on loan. Brentford on loan. Colchester United. Long Eaton United is a non-professional club, so that wouldn't have counted. And then Exeter City. You know, if we had gone down to the real wire here, Andy wouldn't have been able to bring himself to say the club MK Dons. So I, I would have won. <laughs> that is mean? actually What's quite, the final player? Quite tasty. Um, the last two, by the way, of his clubs were both non-professional, so neither of those would have counted. Redditch United and Mikelova Sports. Oh, nice. Do you want to do the last one? Yeah, do it quick. Yeah, make it a five-goal thriller. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, the last one, and you, you bid. First, yeah is six clubs for Jonathan Woodcake. Okay, let's do this quick. Um, I can do four. Great. How many can you do, Bruce? Um, I'll, I'll say five. I haven't counted yet, but I'll say five. Do um, six, Luke. I might as well just try to go for six. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Middlesbrough. Nice. Leeds. 
Spurs. Real Madrid. Very good. This is where it gets tough. It does. Um, Newcastle. Yep. Mm. And I need one more. Do I have to name all six? Yeah. You mm. And to get the title so on a technicality. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'll be on loan somewhere, won't it? Um, I'll get, do you know what? I'm just going to guess at... Um, uh, uh, fucking... Anywhere. Northampton Town again. Uh, it's nothing. It's 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 one of the key factors of playing in English football. Sunderland. Wet and windy night in. Ah, oh, Stoke. Stoke. Of course, you play for Stoke. Oh. Never mind. Five out of six ain't bad. Hey, well played, Brussel. Congratulations, Andy Brussel. Once again, you've sent all cowering in your wake, crying think, as Luke Moore now is. Yeah, I think Carvalho's absolutely killed me there. Yeah, kills me dead. I would have probably. Mm thought maybe we should try and wait it. No, because it's the algorithm, isn't it? The algorithm's it? Cho- chucked up at random. <laughs> it's chucked up at random. What are you going to do? <laughs> next, Oi, listen. Next time I'm playing, it might be five Pompey players, although I fucking doubt it. I absolutely doubt it. Well, they're only just behind Sunderland in the yeah. loose game clause. Yeah. So re- t- really, any five players. That period of time would be very difficult even for me. So I guess. Yeah. How do you feel? Just normal, Brass. Yeah, this is just how you always feel, good. isn't it? Like a winner. Well, it started so beautifully. I hope you two can still be friends. Oh, yeah. We'll still remain um, um, podca- football podcasting's most celebrated married couple. Absolutely. Tor and Loki. Exactly. <laughs> well, congratulations on that. And the listeners send their congratulations, I'd imagine. Thanks for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betway. The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.